0: Quite a few times I've gotten a blank stare when I'm chatting with a fellow Christian and I mention the term apologetics. I'm not sure why so many haven't even heard the word, let alone know what it is. Apologetics for me have become a huge part of my own personal journey of faith, but also as I've sought ways to parent my kids with a Christian worldview, I soon realized the need for an apologetic approach has become increasingly important for our kids. So in today's episode, we'll answer two questions. First, what even is apologetics? And second, why is it so important when raising children and teens in the current culture and climate? I'm super excited about this topic, so let's get to it. Hey there. Are you wanting to grow in your spiritual life, your role as a woman, mother, wife? Maybe things are good, but they could be better. Or maybe you're lonely, hurt, and at the end of your rope. Either way, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Sacred Calling. I'm your host, Andrea Annette, and this is a podcast for Christian women. Walking out this journey can at times be challenging, and it may seem impossible to get unstuck, but I'm here to tell you that it's not. My goal is to offer a relatable space filled with hope and practical ways build better, more God-centered lives your family is worth fighting for. According to Bible.org, apologetics may simply be defined as the defense of the Christian faith. However, this simple definition doesn't provide much understanding of the complexity of apologetics. Let's first look at where the word apologetics derives from. The original Greek apologia, apo meaning away and logia meaning speech, um, essentially is re- referring to the speech of defense. They're speaking away or giving an answer in reply. So, for example, in court, someone would, they were accused of something, would be allowed to speak away the charges. They would give a defense, they would give a reasoned uh, answer. The word apologia, or the verb form of the word, can be found 17 times in the New Testament. And it is translated either defense or vindication. So, for example, one of the most famous verses that apologists uh, refer to is 1 Peter 3.15. That believers are told to always be prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you. So that's that word defense there. That's apologia. Now, an apologist is someone who presents a defense or makes a practice of defending the faith. That is you and me, right? Right? You will likely hear of different types of defenses of the Christian faith in relation to, you know, the scientific, historical, philosophical, ethical, religious, theological, or cultural. Now, there are a few functions to apologetics or systematic approaches, if you will. So one, you are presenting the proof, the evidence for the Christian faith when it comes to specific arguments, you know, scientific, historical, there's evidence Number two would be the defense. You're defending attacks made against that argument uh, by critics or other belief systems. Number three, you're refuting or providing the offense. It is essentially answering the arguments that non-Christians give. And then four is persuasion. This is not meant to merely convince people that Christianity is true, but get them to think through the arguments and use it as an opportunity to witness to non-Christians. Um, not all apologists are in agreement that apologetics involves all four of these functions, but all four of these functions have historically been important in apologetics, and each function has been championed by great Christian apologists throughout church history. Now, apologetics is an approach and aiming to prove that Christianity is objectively true. There's evidence to support this, uh, depending on, you know, what you're refuting, what you're defending. At crossexamine.org, they provide a very simple breakdown, this outline of the arguments or those sort of big questions that naturally arise. As humans, we have these questions uh, in our worldview. um, Those, whatever worldview you you hold is going to answer these big questions. So, right. um, One, does truth exist? Yes. Objective reality can be known. Does God exist? There's classical arguments for God's existence. And then there are other various arguments. There's cosmological, that you know, presents God as the cause of all that exists, the ultimate explanation for existence. There's teleological, refers to the purpose or the argument for this designer is pointing to an intelligent being, you know, being God. There's the, the moral argument that Is there objective morality? Yes, we are all aware of good and evil. And where could that have come from? And then other ones are, you know, are miracles possible? Um, If you hold the Christian worldview, you're going to say, yes, the universe is not a closed system. We can see that proven uh, just even in science. Is the New Testament historically reliable? Let's take a look at the manuscript evidence and archaeology. Did Jesus really rise from the dead? If he did, yes. Therefore, Jesus is God, and so I mentioned before. There's there's a simplistic definition, you know, being defined as the defense of the Christian faith. But as I just briefly pointed out, it is actually pretty complex. And so, when you take a deep dive into the various arguments for and against against Christianity, you will find pretty significant proof. And if anything, for me, it has strengthened my faith. And I know there are other. Um people like Lee Strobel and um, I'm drawing a blank on the homicide detective. Um, but Jay Warner Wallace, thank you, there it is. It <laughs> came to me. They set out to um, prove that Christianity was not real, that it, there was not enough evidence to support it. So they set out on this mission to prove that. To prove to prove against Christianity, and they found such significant evidence that it actually converted them to Christianity. So there's the sort of nuts and bolts of apologetics. You know, it's broken down, and there's a systematic approach of sort of how we um, defend Christianity. You know, whether it being from a from a viewpoint of science, historical, moral, etc. But now to the other big question. Why is apologetics so important for today? But also, why is important when it comes to raising our kids in the Christian faith? When I think back to my questions or even the doubts, I felt shame and guilt attached to my thoughts in my heart. I didn't know how to ask or if I should ask or if there was something wrong with me. And maybe I just needed to exercise more faith. Right? I'm just told you're supposed to believe. This is what God says in His Word. Believe. And you know what? We all have questions. And we should have questions. Christians aren't meant to have a blind faith. And if you look around, our children are being raised in a culture that says truth is subjective. It is different for you and for me. And it is whatever we feel inside. And there is more confusion than ever. The arguments against Christianity is all around them, and we need to give them more than just blind faith. We need to give them more than just even our own faith to stand on. They need answers, and they need evidence, and they want proof. And apologetics gives that solid ground that solid foundation upon which they can stand. According to the Gospel Coalition, we are all apologists now. We are defending faith in a world that no no longer believes that Christianity is good. If you look around, Christianity is being labeled harmful, oppressive, toxic. So going back to 1 Peter 3.15, believers are told to always be prepared to make a defense to everyone who asks you to give an account for the hope that is in you. Our kids need to be equipped and ready so they won't crumble under the pressure and confusion. Mama Bear Apologetics says to think of ideas as being like seeds. Whether or not a seed grows is determined by the kind of soil it is placed in and whether or not we water it. We want to nurture our children's intellectual soil so that when, not if, bad ideas are planted there, they won't grow. Apologetics might seem foreign or new to you, but I assure you that it isn't. Did you know that C.S. Lewis was an apologist? And there are many, many more dating back much farther in church history and thankful, thankfully, many, many more today. Now, you're probably asking, where do I start? It's so complex. Oh, my gosh, there's so many different things. And I know that this parenting, parenting job can feel like a lot, which is why we can start just by opening up the conversation, just having that dialogue providing a safe space for honest questions and conversations, and praying that God will equip you, you as the parent, to help equip your children to seek the answers. And it can be scary because you're thinking, oh, well, they're probably going to have questions I won't have the answers to. And guess what? We all have those fears and worries. We want our kids to trust us. We want our kids to think that, you know, you know, we know what we're talking about, but it's okay to not have their, the answers to their questions. It's okay to say, you know what? I don't know, but let's find out together. And we are so very fortunate to have a ton of resources, really good resources to help us, you know, as, as, as parents teach our kids how to discern truth and stand firm on their faith. And I, I'll link some in the show notes and what you choose— will largely depend on the age of your children, but some of my favorites, like I mentioned, Jay Warner Wallace, he was a homicide detective. He's he's now a Christian apologist, and he has a book specifically for kids called Cold Case Christianity for Kids. So it's set up like they're going on an investigation. Um, And then Mama Bear Apologetics is one of my all-time favorites, and they have a fantastic blog. They have a podcast. Um, And in their podcast, they talk about different topics. So you can go and search and find something relatable, something that it has maybe come up in your life or your kids have heard about in school. And so you can search for specific topics, but they also have a few books that are helping thousands of caregivers know how to deal with much of today's issues and the attacks on the Christian worldview. They have, um, a guide to sexuality and they have one that is, um, Just about the cultural lies, discerning truth really in our culture of lies. And if you are looking for a more in-depth curriculum style approach, Foundation Worldview is phenomenal. We are almost through our first, I think it's a six-unit study, and each unit has about five or six lessons. So it's about 30 weeks if you're doing a lesson a week. But it is comprehensive, comprehensive. Uh, the one we're doing right now for 8 to 12-year-olds is on comparative worldviews. So we need to know what other worldviews hold. What is important to them? What do they worship? What do they believe? What do they believe about how we got here um, and why we're here and what happens when we die? And so we really need to know what others are believing so that we can understand what's important to them. And we can answer the questions for our children. We can we can. Raise up discerning truth seekers with a solid base. Faith. We just have to. It is imperative. So I encourage you. This is all a lot. I just wanted to give you an idea of what apologetics is and why you should maybe take interest in it. And I will say it can feel overwhelming, but you just have to start somewhere. You just have to start somewhere in the smallest place, just have conversations, just feel your kids out. You know, you're thinking I need to have the answers to all of these things, but they may not even ask all of those questions. They may just have one or two that you're like, okay, we'll start there. And so I would just encourage you to open up the dialogue, feel your kids out, provide a safe space to answer those questions, to allow honesty, to present their doubts. And then you can go from there. And as you sort of dig deep You'll realize that there's, like I said, there's so many resources. You are not alone in this, but it is very important. It is a big responsibility and we must raise up truth seekers. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you found something helpful or encouraging from today's podcast. If so, would you please leave a review or share it with a friend or two? This calling placed on us women is sacred, but it can be both messy and beautiful. We have got to keep contending, and we aren't meant to do it alone. I'll see you back here next time.